Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Closed Traffic Podcast, an aviation and flight simulation show. I'm Johnny. Along with me here is uh, my co-host and the man who relies on Elon to get him to and from work. Elon is his chauffeur. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Mike. Mike, say hello to people, man. Man, when are you going to stop lying to these people? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. What's going on, man? What is man, going on? Man, I can't call it. And, guys, what are my manners? I'm sorry. Our third co-host and latest addition to the CTP uh, CTP cohort is my main man, Charlie. Charlie, say, to, say hello to people, my friend. Hello, people. How's everybody? We I. <laughs> all right, just all right, man. We First right. day of college football, and we just all right. Come on, we man. Right. Look at him, man, with his gold dogs hat on. I see you over there. That's all right. right. You over there. Get him. Going hey, duck what's hunting. going on, man? Chief, I see you, brother. Hope Ooh, all is you, well. Chief, Dave, how you doing? How you doing? Good yeah, to see you guys. It's early Saturday morning, man. Mike, how you been, man? I know it's been a been a hot minute we're, we're kind of we're just now kind of getting back on the tracks for a lack of better term so yeah uh, getting, man i mean getting, you know just uh trying to thrive and survive uh-huh. you guys got me up early on this saturday morning but uh we won't complain there's nothing man's better balance time up. bro <laughs> that's exactly right <laughs> Hey, that's my last <laughs> There's nothing better than getting up early on a Saturday morning to talk aviation, man. It, it could be worse. So it could be. Worse. Uh, it's true, man. It could be talking bills right now. But <laughs> shoot, there's plenty uh, of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the beginning guys, of the month. <laughs> could you guys imagine a podcast like based on like doing taxes or something boring like that? Oh my, oh my god. Well, I don't know. That that might be entertaining for some folks, man. But I, me, I, I bet just... I bet they're out there. I oh yeah, for sure. There. Oh, they you know it be. for sure. I don't know, man. Straight snore fest for old Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Charlie, what's been what's been going on, brother? Oh man, you know the same old, same old. Busier than a one-legged cat in a cat box. Man, <laughs> I heard that. I heard Just that. Busy man. Kids keeping busy. Oh yeah, man. Got gotta love the children, man. Gotta love the children. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Guys, we got a got a bit of a show for you today. Um definitely gonna hit some uh, interesting points here. And um actually I wanted to um just uh ask you guys for uh y'all's thoughts and prayers. There's actually I believe there is an incident going on over Tupelo, Mississippi right now. There's an aircraft. I think they're in contact with them. And um, I think he's planning on or trying or uh, according to what we've got so far, um, he's been threatening to do some uh, uh, to um, do some uh, weirdness there and uh, involving the aircraft, potentially crashing the aircraft uh, intentionally. So, uh, mm. Just, uh, just keep me, uh, keep everybody in your thoughts and prayers over there. Um, I think, according to Charlie, it's like what the number one tracked flight right now. Yeah, it was. Um, I hadn't what? got any updates <clears throat> later. There was two hundred four, two hundred fourteen thousand people that tracked that flight. Good night. What was the well, tail number, Charlie? Uh, the tail is November three four two Echo Romeo uh, C ninety. I think King Air. Yep, King Air C ninety. He's still in the air. Listen, you know what? Uh, that's that's a great man. call out, Johnny. Man, thanks for kicking off the show with that because I think that 
again, today's episode is all about all things aviation. We don't have a specific agenda, a specific topic. Like, we just want to talk. We just want to hear from you guys, right? Um, but I think one of the things we can probably talk about and segue into from this is, like, this entire uh, topic of mental health in the aviation industry and mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> the lack of at least perceived um, or realized uh, support uh, as it relates to aviators out there trying to deal with mental health. And when we had Big Earn on the show a couple months ago, you know, we even broached the topic with him. I think at that point, right, he he had asked us to remember someone who also just recently took their own life at a uh, at a university's um, flight club. I went up in the air and, and uh, you know, unfortunately took his life. But again, it's like this, like we we have to continue to fight for some sort of I don't know, something, man, to, to help folks, you know, that are struggling with mental health and do not want to meet the ramifications of having to surrender their 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 tickets um, because of that. Right. That's like mm -hmm. I don't know that there's any other profession. And I could be wrong. You guys can correct <clears throat> me if I'm, um, if I'm wrong for sure. There's only any other profession out there that like, you know, Obviously, like if you're uh, you're in law enforcement or any of that stuff, sure, you, know, sure. you can go on like a, a leave or or you know some sort of help though, right? That they would mm -hmm. they would give you, um, and when you are uh, reevaluated, right, you can sort of come back. Um, I think like it's like a zero sum game in aviation, at least from uh, my understanding as it relates to to dealing with that. I mean, th there's got to be different ways different labors, different, different something, man, that we can do, you know, as a community pilots, non-pilots, man, just, just everyone as a community that are interested in aviation, that have a, a passion and a love for aviation to, to, you know, to push the FAA to, um, to, to help us get pilots the help they need. Absolutely. Uh, that's what, that's what it Absolutely. 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 And yeah, Mike, you brought up, uh, brought up a really good point, man. You know, I think that's the, um, you know, and it's not just mental health. It's just overall health in general. Um, I think uh, us as pilots, you know, we are a very proud um, type of individual. And, you know, if we encounter any sort of elements, especially as you get on up in age, you know, like uh, myself and Charlie. Man, we'll be farting us soon. I'm telling you, man, I'll be looking up, uh, looking up old folks' homes here in a minute. Man, I'm telling you. But, um, but you know, you, you know, things start to, you know, not function as well as we would like them to. And, of course, you know, with proper diet and exercise and, you know, we do the best we can, but, you know, we, you know, sometimes, you know, we're concerned about losing that ticket, right? And, um, you know, losing the ability to um, do what we enjoy doing. And, you know, sometimes things get missed. Uh, sometimes things are, you know, omitted in those, um, you know, in those, uh, in those checkups uh, for, uh, for our flight physicals and, um, unfortunately, you know, sometimes things can hit a boiling point and um, become problematic and affect, you know, not only our personal lives, but our professional lives as well um, mm -hmm. in the industry. So, you know, it's definitely something that I think the FAA should, um, you know, um, we need a little more visibility on and, um, you know, just a little more transparency on, on both ends there. 
um, to prevent issues like, you know, what's occurring right now from uh, happening in the future. Cause this, this is the first time. Exactly. Not the first time. Yep. Exactly. So, you know, hopefully, uh, that, that aircraft comes down safely and it's a, uh, uh, a positive outcome for all involved for sure for sure for sure well guys i want to segue into something else you know we'll uh, we'll keep you posted you know as throughout the show as uh, things transpire uh, regarding uh that um the incident but uh carinado mike what you think man pc12 talk uh, about uh, it Ooh, you got the four <laughs> so obviously you know i have very little to say because i only just downloaded it last night Oh, I did true. it. I did take off. I did take it for a little spin, but uh, you know, overall, I think it's uh, obviously they they did the Coronado thing right, and they they came with it in regards to uh, modeling, texture modeling, um, sounds for the most part. Although I did see a comment in there from I guess someone who's a either a PC12 driver or someone that works with PC12s like all day long. So at least what mm-hmm. they claim to be. Um, mm-hmm. There's some 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 feedback right some constructive feedback as it relates to like the initial startup sounds and, and whatnot but you know overall it, it's a gorgeous looking aircraft um no regrets so far uh, again i need to go take it for a full flight <laughs> but it's not like you know where we've experienced in in most recent history uh you know you download a plane and it doesn't work or you can't even get on to download the plane so so far That's so right. good in that regard <laughs> it looks gorgeous i love the avionics package i love the fact that you know for those that have the tds you can uh you know swap out the avionics and, and use the uh uh the tds in there um again you know i'm, I'm a sucker for glass you all know that so yeah. you know mm-hmm. whenever you can uh you know even if it's older aircrafts so you never you can you know do a swap out like that uh, it's truly enjoyable lots of flexibility man you've got the gtn i believe you've got the um couple different variants of the garmin units in there you've got the abadine yeah, multi, multi-function yes. unit as well mm-hmm. um you've got some you know basic actually more than basic autopilot uh, it looks like most of the things are modeled, right? Uh, you know, you seeing uh, the draw from the from the batteries when you switch on the lights and things like that. You know, the different uh, cool. amp ampages yeah, when you cool. get the generators going. So, uh, you know, fuel flow, accurate fuel flow. They they did. I think they did a really good job for Coronado. I think they put their foot in that one. They did. Yeah, but, for sure. You know. Yeah. Again, there's a lot of feedback out there that uh, there's some things that could have been better. But who's not to say they won't improve it, right? It's just the the initial release. I'm sure, you know, from feedback from the community, they'll go in there and uh, tweak some things and, and drop an update. Absolutely. And uh, Dave actually brought a really good point. It does take them a uh, take them. It takes them a little while to kind of get things lined out. But I think one key point that uh, we should all um, take into consideration, friends, is that the add-on is $24. Exactly. So, um, <laughs> $24.99 to be exact. So um, that's something we should be mindful of or we're going to get an accurate true to live from, you know, top to bottom simulation of a PT6A. Probably not for that price point. Um, but it's funny because you, you, you watch the forums and us as simmers we can be finicky right so we'll complain if something's like 60 70 dollars and it's study level 
but then we'll complain if it's $24.99 and has basic functionality. So I don't know. And I'm guilty of it <laughs> exactly. as well. Sometimes I have to catch myself. It's yeah. like, hold on, guy. Like, look at what you're getting. Look at it at the price point, you know. So um, all in all, I've gotten maybe like an hour and some change. I know uh, Charlie has a few a uh, few minutes in it. Well, I, I, mm-hmm. I, give, I say a few minutes, man. I don't know, man, with that cruise, with that cruise speed, man. We're getting, man. it's been more than a few minutes for sure. <laughs> Dude, it oh, took like man. almost two hours to go from my local airport to Pensacola. <laughs> and she was thing, tagged man. out. <laughs> <laughs> giving her all giving her all she's got, man. Man, I'm telling you, rolling the coal with it. Probably a good point. You know, I did I didn't even like think about it like that. You know, we're so used to these quote unquote high fidelity aircrafts. You're right. The thing was only really $24. Um uh, roughly twenty four dollars, twenty five dollars, and yeah. uh, I think for for the money you did get a, a whole lot of uh, a whole lot of something for it. So absolutely, I mean that Abby Dan point. is awesome. There's so oh, much for sure. stuff in there. For sure, you don't even need the GTN really. You just no. Use truth that. be told, yeah. <laughs> truth be told, and um, excellent excellent point. Uh, flying for life, and welcome. By the way, um, I think the problem is, is if you're an uh, actual pilot, you don't complain much on the sim. But uh, if you have no uh, flying experience, you complain. And uh, I think I will also add to that. Um, I know, uh, I know, I know. I've been around the industry for some years. Mike has as well, as well as Charlie. And um, you know, you start to kind of gauge the the quality of add-on, you know, per the price point. Now there are some exceptions. There are some releases to where you know you're like, eh, I don't know if it quite matches that. But you know, I think if we look at it from the perspective of the developer, you know, how many, how um, you know, in terms of hours, you know, how much labor, you know, um, you know, can one gauge, you know the price point of something that we really had, you know, nothing, you know, as far as a hand in creating and it's, you know, from a consumer, you know, it's really tough to gauge. So I think, you know, at the end of the day, we have to look at, you know, what value does that add on provide for us? You know, am I going to get the experience that I'm looking for in that add on and based on and based our decision on that because i i'm i'm here to tell you the forum post um they they go pages long in terms of you know oh this add-on is too expensive well i think the price point's just fine well i don't think so well you know you know and everybody's financial system i mean financial situation is different everyone uh everyone's financial situation is unique and um i just you know i think we got to be you know a little more um a little more conscious of that you know um before we you know um you know provide feedback or input in terms of uh how much things cost, but I don't know. It's just me. What do you think, Mike? <clears throat> yeah, no, not, not only is everyone's, you know, perception of, uh, uh, costs, the, uh, you know, can differ, right. Uh, the perception of, of, of costs can differ. The perception of value can differ as well. I think that's most of what we see across the, the flights and industry. Um, I'm sorry, you, you brought up the fact that everyone's financial, situation is different so that that's one aspect of it i think what also drives that is everyone's perception of value as well 
That's what I meant to say. Sure. Um, you know, when you think about things like, uh, you know, a 737-800 from PMDG, right? Everyone knows that PMDG is the... Okay, guys, at some point before Q4, we will bring, we will have a show for you guys that does not involve PMDG, I'm saying. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was just an example, bro. <laughs> I'm not even going to bother I'm that today, I promise. I promise. I'm, I promise. I'm not even going to bother <laughs> I just use them as an example in a positive manner, right? Um, they're the they're, they're one of the tops out there, right? The alpha dogs out there as it relates sure. to flight sim uh, development and and renditions of a I hate this term, but study level aircraft. Um, and you know, there's lots of folks that we talk to that drive the 737 for a living, man. 737 drivers out there that actually say, yeah, man, every once in a while I'll get in the PMDG just to keep things fresh because yep. for the most part, it's it's modeled really, really, really accurately. So for sure, yeah, I think exactly. when you go and try to buy a product like that, you kind of have this level of expectation that, yeah, listen, man, I'm going to I'm going to pay for what I get. Um, sure. And then you look at some of those other lesser known aircrafts out there or lesser known developers out there. And it's like if it's past a certain price point or threshold, you're like, mm, that's a little too much for me. So, again, it's uh, mm -hmm. different financial situations and everyone's different perception of value at the end of the day. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. What do you think, Brother Charlie, since you um, since you since you purchased the uh, PC12 as well? I think, man, for $25 and what you get as far as what's modeled, I don't see how you can go wrong. I do. My only gripe is when you use the EFB, you have to switch out, you know, to the GTN. I wish there was a way you could save that so you didn't have to do that every time you loaded up the air. Yeah, some sort of persistence would be cool. Yeah, yeah. Just save, save this panel config, you know, just something simple. But, I mean, it's, at the end of the day, it's not that big of a deal. No, I think no. she flies great and twenty five dollars. I'm enjoying the heck out of it. She just a little slow. <laughs> yeah, and she, I know, she's a little slow for five million dollars, man. That it's but that's, oh, that's, here we go, here we go, here we go. Listen, no, I, I knew we, this was coming. Like, like we talk about this perception of value in the flight. First of all, let me hit Power Nine Hundred Nine uh, Media. Uh, his comment or their comment, I should say. Sorry. Also, the amount of effort a developer puts in, I never complain either. That's also true. That's very um, true. You know, a, a lot of folks also, you know. Um, have to remember that as well like a lot of these developers a lot of these organizations out there this is like their side hustle right this is That's, not yeah. for the most part their main job right they yep. they've got families and and life and, and and life to lead and 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 things to take care of like all of us at the end of the day after we're done with our you know whatever we do to make a living for ourselves so the fact that they're dedicating time to this as well like you also can't put a a, a value on that either True. Um, so it's just that's also a, a very good point and something to something mm -hmm. to think about. But yeah, man, going back to you know, <laughs> we keep making fun of how slow the PC12 is, and that's not a knock on Coronado. That's just a plane itself. That's like just a plane. for the amount of money, I think, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong. I think like it it's about five million dollars for a brand new PC12, if I'm not mistaken. Probably for Charlie, I'm Charlie, not sure. Charlie's gonna sure, look it Charlie. up for us over yeah. there. Yeah. Um, I mean, I looked it up, but I can't remember. You think about all the other planes at that price point that you can get, you know, that's far faster. Now, I know, Johnny, in your head right now, you're like, but can it carry the load the PC-12 can carry? Not just I that, but I'll get to it. I'll get to it. Okay. I get it. Um, but I think there are other 
capable, more capable aircrafts out there within that price range. I could be wrong though. This says no. uh, typically ranges two to two point two. Now it doesn't say if that's used or new. Oh, okay. Um, I thought they were up in like the five million dollar range. Probably that new NGX my uh, model they got. I'm sure. Man, that thing's going to be up there. That thing's beautiful. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's beautiful. But no, what I was getting at, you know, I, I think I think really it just boils down to you know to mission, and exactly. I know. Um, you know, being in the market myself, you know, you kind of get, it's easy to get wrapped up in the types and, you know, the performance numbers. But um, I had an old feller tell me one day, you know, look at what, what are you trying to do with this airplane? Where are you going to take it and how far are you going to go and how much are you going to carry? Yeah. And um, when you look at it from that perspective, it, it puts a, a different set of lenses on the whole situation. And I think for me, if I have this airplane and let's say my home airport's a fairly small runway, let's say, I don't know, under 3000 feet, you know, PC 12 might be something to look at. Or, yeah. you know, if um, let's say I want to load up, you know, um, let's say you got, I don't know, three kids, a wife, you know, a dog or something, you know, you want to pile them, you know, pile them in something, you know, toss in a bunch of bags and send it. You know, I um, mean, don't really care how much, you know, don't really care when you get there uh, mm. might be something to look at. Or, you know, if, um, you know, or if you're taking that load into, you know, an improved strip, you know, you're doing some, you know, soft field ops or something like that. It might yeah. be something to look at. So, you know, I, and, um, you know, and, and, and also the range, right? You know, looking at the range, you know, I know most of the times from what I've been seeing a lot of PC operators do, typically like their the mission envelopes around, you know, four or 500 miles, yeah. um, you know, and I mean, for, you know, for a single engine turbine, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's um, pretty fuel efficient. So, mm -hmm. you know, some that, you know, as well, super low stall speed, I think like 67 knots. You know, it's a, you know, ridiculously low stall speed. So I, I think, you know, I say, you know, that's a long way of saying, you know, I think it's more so, you know, does the capabilities, you know, match your mission parameters, you know. Exactly right. So that's got to be used because this says uh, for 2016 to 2020 models, 4.2 to 4.9 million. Yeah, I think when they initially... <clears throat> excuse me were introduced i think it looks like back in 08 or something mm -hmm. uh, uh they weren't for like two million yeah that's so, for the that's for the NG. back in the day yeah. back in the day so it's um i don't know it's uh i guess it's not that bad then no <laughs> this is another interesting still too slow for mike it is still too slow for mike this says the total annual this is interesting total annual budget for mm -hmm. flying the pc-12 Three hundred and seventy-seven thousand to five hundred eighty thousand for four hundred hours a year. That's Ooh. the operating cost. Does That's that even include like the <laughs> annual, bro? Yeah. Oh man! Ooh. I mean, turbine like, like bro. that. Wow. This, this... Turbine. <laughs> all the same. I'll stick with my twenty-four ninety-nine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Uh, man, and that's a single engine. I mean, I couldn't. Lord help you, you too. know. Oh my gosh, that's unreal. That's cool. Yeah, man. You, you talk. You talk about the mission, though, right? Like, 
I think it's also the the maintenance costs associated with this. So one of the things that we talk about all the time, and you know, we we're talking about this, you know, at the at the flying last week as well. We're with a bunch of folks that kind of own and operate their own aircraft, and we talked about like, you know, what's your dream aircraft, or what would you fly, or et cetera, et cetera. And like, and and I'm going to bring it up, and Johnny and Charlie going to roll their eyes, but. You think it's something like the Cirrus, right? The SR twenty two, right? Like brand making you bells, bells and whistles, fully loaded. You're looking at a cool one million dollars, right? <clears throat> you can also go buy another aircraft, maybe slightly cheaper, uh, or about the same price. That yes, can get you more useful load, can get you where you're going quicker. Um, but you've got two engines. And you just brought up that point, right? Like, mm-hmm. you've also now got to consider the operational cost of a two-engine aircraft. Not only that, nine times out of ten, or probably ten times out of ten, I don't know of a a, a multi-engine without a retractable gear. You've also got to consider the cost of a retractable gear because we all know the maintenance on those suckers. Ooh, it can yeah, get you. It, it can so get you. yes. Like I can go buy the same aircraft for roughly the same price point, but when it comes to the operational costs of said aircraft, I think a lot of that goes into it as well, at least, you know, from my perspective. And I think it's one of the things like the serious owners talk about, like we all, I think we all agree that there's some level of like overselling or, or, you know, the fact that the SR-22 is probably a bit overpriced because of its name. Like let's let's be honest. I can roll. I can roll away fast and carry more than SR twenty. <laughs> it's true. It's true, Dave. I I a hundred percent for five hundred grand. I hundred percent agree with you. Like I'm paying a million dollars for this thing when I can go fly something else that's twice as fast, almost, and carry twice as much. I get it, but consider the operational cost of those aircrafts that you're flying to go twice as fast, right, or to carry twice as much. So. I think that goes into it. A lot goes into it as well for, for those out there, you know, looking at SR-22. I'm just trying to talk myself into it, guys. Don't mind me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, Mike, you're 100% right, man. Like, for example, you know, I mean, you guys know my dream airplane. I would love to have an, I would love to have an MU2. But when I sit down with, you know, the money, man, you know, and... <laughs> <laughs> you know, draw the numbers up. When you really sit down and look at the numbers, man, the maintenance yeah. costs, you know, for an aircraft of that caliber, you know, I mean, you know, for, you know, myself would be astronomical, you know, mm-hmm. um, versus, you know, so, you know, Mike has a really good point. Sometimes the cost of maintenance in addition to operating the equipment can drive your purchasing decision. Let's just be honest, you know? Um, so, you know, I, I think, you know, <laughs> you know it's, it's hard to kind of separate one's fantasy to, you know, the reality, unless you just got stupid, ridiculous, you know, um, you know, money, Jeff Bezos money or something like that. And, you know, you're just like, heck, you know, this is what I want. You know, like you hire somebody mm-hmm. to operate the whole daggum thing for you, you know, and, you know, that's one thing. But, you know, for those of us who live on planet Earth, you know, um, I mean, I think, <laughs> planet I Earth. Think, our, I think our expectations, <laughs> oh you know, tend to be, you know, have to be a little more, a little more tempered than that, you know. Yeah, you're exactly right. Yeah. No, uh, 
you know, it's it's just a thought, man. It's just a thought. Listen, I, I'm enjoying the conversation today. Uh, those of you that uh, have just joined us, we're talking about all things aviation, all things aviation, um, flight simming, general aviation, commercial aviation. It is all up uh, for grabs today. Steven Woods. What's going on, Steve? I flew with Steven last weekend, man. Steven probably remembers <laughs> the How's that, Mr. Steve? <laughs> we, we, we were talking about this last weekend, man, about, you know, aircraft ownership and maintenance, man. I wonder how much you would save if you become an AMP and do your own maintenance. Mike, go. that's a really good point, man. This, I told you about a um, friend of mine who owns his own flight school and not only a CFWI, but he's also an AMP. Remember? Really? That's the way to do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's also he's also an AMP. So all of his maintenance he's done in the house. And in addition, you know, he also offers his services up for sale. So I mean, mm. you know, yeah, to you know, Charlie's point, that's really that's the way to do it. If you got the time, yeah. you know, snag that AMP and man, you know, take care of a good bit of your maintenance. I mean, um the FAA um doesn't require us to you know have an AMP for every single thing you do. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I think a lot of the uh, wear and tear items and like some of the consumables, you know, maintenance. preventative yeah. maintenance that we're able to do. Um, however, you know, if you can just do the annual yourself and only have to worry about parts, I mean, man, that's a yeah, that's a win. <laughs> Absolutely. But would you, know? you if you had that? Say you had your AMP and you power plant, would you work on your engine or would you still send it off? Man, I don't know. Me personally, you know, um, just being the type of person I am, you know, if I had the credentialing, mm-hmm. you know, and now, you know, just like with anything else, you know, I think overhauls and things like that, you know, will probably be best done. We know at, at yeah. the facility that has the Absolutely. equipment to do it, especially if you mm-hmm. got a you know um, more you know uh, more cylinder walls or something like that. You know, I'm, I'm probably not going to have a machine like that to do it. No, you know, no. so you know, I mean, yeah, you know, you definitely send it off, but you know, just your basic everyday maintenance. I mean, just think of it like your car is reciprocate a reciprocating exactly. engine is exactly a reciprocating right. engine is a reciprocating engine, unless you're working <laughs> on like a turbine or something stupid like that. But right. I mean. You know, just look at it, like what would you do with your car? You know, obviously you'll change a battery, you know, or if you got some yeah. ignition cables, you know, or if you got, you know, or you know, 172 or something like that, you know, you got you know magnetos you want to swap out. Sure, you do that, but you know, if you're going, if you're like going into the bowels of motor motor and you're yeah, you send you know, that sucker off. Yeah, about yeah, to replace a cylinder. Yeah, you're not exactly. gonna pour out, you know. I mean, now if you just happen to have a machine that can, you know, um turn motors and things like that. You know, nine times out of ten, you probably got to know how to do it. So yeah, exactly. Um, you know, but no, that's 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 a good point, Charlie. You know, that's 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 a good point for sure. You know, I mean, or you could just take it to Jiffy Lube. I don't know how you <laughs> five minute oil change. Yeah, five minute oil change. Yeah, we got one of those too, man. <laughs> we got one of those too. Hey, that's an idea though. Five minute oil change for aircraft. You can't do that though, man. That thing holds one. Eight nine quarts old. Yeah, yeah that's true. Well, if you get, well, if you get like a pump, right? You well, get like you a pump. 
you know? Oh, hey, no, guys, man. I'm, I'm just thinking outside of the box. Mike looking at me like I'm stupid. <laughs> Listen, man, no comment, man. I know you. I know your your I'm gears are always box, turning. Man. Listen, man, man. I always got to turn, man. I'd never, I'd never shoot anything down, bro. I always got to turn. That's, that's interesting. Hey, man. Um, hey, but like, hey, you gotta pay for the MU two somewhere. I'm just saying. <laughs> hey, this guy's in, in his MU two. When I sent that picture to him last week, he lost his mind. Lost my mind, man. <laughs> he almost flew out there and bought it. Sure it man, I didn't know that thing was that capable. Listen, I know you've been talking about the MU2 and telling us for years. Here you go, rolling his eyes again. I, I did not realize that thing was so capable at all. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, that, is, uh, that, that is pretty awesome. Quirky I mean, is all get out, but very capable. It is really quirky, at least according to, to, to the gentleman. But, uh, I mean, he, he threw that thing down on a 2,800-foot runway like it was wow. nothing. Really? Yeah, that's the Santa Inez, 2,800-foot runway. Oh, wow. Like Ooh. it was nothing. So that's pretty cool. Speaking of maintenance, we got to think about uh, experimentals, right? Because those come with their own sort of, uh, you know, yeah. con- contingencies and, and um, lower costs, right? Because I think yep. there are things that you can do yourself that you don't necessarily have to uh, to send off. In fact, I think when you're, you're, uh, you're initially building them that you have to contribute um, to some sort of time, right, in actually building the aircraft. And then also not having to worry about swapping them with, uh, you know, some of the the uh, the other parts that some of the other aircrafts are have to adhere to so mm-hmm. there's some uh some some price considerations for going an experimental route as well and there's oh, some yeah. experimentals out there that uh ooh, really ooh. are really capable ooh. man oh yeah really capable it like surprises me every time like the useful oh, yeah. load and, and, and the power and like which one is that the well, they're talking about the sling, the sling or yeah, man. The sling TSI, they've got a yeah. bunch of different slings, but the sling TSI, especially, man. Oh, my goodness! I think you know, three full bodies, right? Mm-hmm. Three adults, I should say. I think will still climb out at like a thousand feet per minute. Oh, yeah, gorgeous interior and a oh, gorgeous yeah. interior, yeah. gorgeous avionics suite. Yep. So there, there's some some smaller experimentals out there as well that will do just as good, if not better, than some of these other aircrafts we're talking about for yeah, yeah. a quarter of the cost. <laughs> quarter of the cost, man. And that's yeah. what's nice. And, you know, I love looking at, I love, like, even just, you know, going to your, like, home airport or, like, little air shows and you go and they have the little experimental section, man. It's, it's the, the uniqueness in the panel designs to me, or man, are just amazing. Because, you know, like without having that, you know, that supplemental type for supplemental type certificate, you know, you can go hog wild in the panel. You know, like I've seen I've seen panel configurations where it's just like a dock for your iPad. And it's like, you know, mm-hmm. you got your engine instruments on one side and, you know, everything else is being ran, you know, using using the iPad, you know, and um, that's you know, cool. Yeah, man, it's like the flexibility is just amazing. Or, you know, you can turn, you know, you can go and drop, you know, 60 grand in the panel. You know, I mean, it's, it's yeah. entirely, entirely up to you. But, um, you know, there's also another one as well to kind of, I don't know if you guys have seen it, but check out the Sonex. S O N X. You know, I've been looking at those as cheap, well, man. Yeah, yeah those things are nice too. Yeah, I couldn't fit in them, but I mean, man, they're, they're <laughs> the price point, man. Is, freaking price sweet. one is right can't you get in one for like 40 grand yeah bro yeah yeah man. yeah, yeah. I, they I just need to make an xl version exactly double xl exactly with a side of grease to kind of help lube up the side <laughs> in there 
Man, yeah, you guys are hilarious. That. Yeah, That'd man, you, awesome. could, you could get in an initial one. Oh no, even even cheaper. The uh, the Onyx kit, thirty one grand. Again, what? I don't know who's fitting in that thing, but uh, <laughs> oh, 31, Mike's gonna send it. <laughs> man, I don't even know if I can fit in there, bro. To be honest, you sit in a seat, then build the airplane around you. Right, <laughs> this, thing, <laughs> this thing looks tiny. Even if I could fit in, I don't know. I'd want to. My goodness. Oh man, is it one of those where you need the I look, goggles? I look bigger than the aircraft. No, not quite that bad. Oh, okay, it's got a okay, canopy yeah, at okay. least. But All right, cool. I think I'm bigger than the plane. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, yeah, I've seen some. I've seen some experimentals, man. You're like, there's no way, there's no way, I'm, I'm, I'm getting it, man. But you know, like you watch the videos, these guys are building these things in like a month, you know, and you know, the kit comes in, it comes in a nice little crate, and you know, I mean, just, you know, just some basic tools, you know, a rivet gun and all that, and I mean, boom, yeah. you got your, you got yourself an airplane. I watched one, man. This guy bought, uh, he bought a Velocity XL parts. Uh, parts from the, I think it was, was it, no, was it twin velocity? It was one of those velocities. But um, you guys, know, you guys remember the one I bought, the Just Flight one? Yeah, yeah, remember Star- yeah. yeah, yeah that yeah. one, that one. That was the velocity. Yeah, yeah that one. And uh, the guy just bought parts secondhand off somebody, so it was just a bunch of parts and a bunch of fiberglass parts. And I mean, he had from AutoZone. He had like a, the dome light was from AutoZone or something crazy. Oh wow. Uh, Seriously? I mean, oh yeah. I mean the man, guy had, I don't know about that, bro. You mm. name it, man, he had it in there. Now his panel was legit. I think he put like a G one thousand or something. Uh-huh. But um the panel was legit, but you know, most of the parts, you mean I mean, I guess what needed to be aviation grade was aviation grade, but you know, like yeah. some of the interior lighting, I mean he just ordered off of Amazon, you know. So Dang. lots of lots of flexibility, you know, when it comes to the uh comes to the experimental class. That's something you're thinking about, right? Think about the I mean, I've, I've, I've looked at it, man. And like I said, this, the slings are probably the one of the ones that appeal to me the most. Uh, but yeah. Again, man, like, you know, we, we've all had this conversation offline. There's some things that, you know, you really got to consider when going sure. down the path of purchasing any aircraft. I any mean, like, aircraft, are you are you really going to like flying is is, is not even like the, the question for me like if i if i had my own aircraft i'd be sending it whenever i would yeah you know you're going to fly you know you're going to fly, gonna fly. <laughs> um, yep. but there's also things that happen in life as well where mm-hmm. you know that that can uh, sort of uh, throw a wrench into that and you you probably yep. won't be able to go fly as much as possible but guess what the aircraft's still going to cost you even sitting on the ground you. on the ground yeah and yep. and and even worse man aircrafts love to fly they don't like to sit on the ground so it's going to cost you probably even more the longer it sits on the ground when you the think about things sits. like yeah um, oh yeah man the seals batteries, and all that stuff tires, and the battery yeah. and the tire mm-hmm. so this there's there's really some things to consider but man uh, again for those of you just joining uh we appreciate you all so much uh for those on the west coast i know it's early on saturday morning johnny and charlie can keep laughing if they want it's about lunchtime <laughs> it's early well actually us, we're, we're looking at dinner the, now man we're looking it's at dinner, dinner now huh? yeah, bro it's yeah, past yeah. lunch it's, it's past saturday, <laughs> saturday morning uh, holiday weekend messing with you all Anyway, I appreciate you guys coming on. Listen, all things aviation is is the, the name of the game today. We want to talk about all things flight sim, general aviation, commercial aviation, whatever you want to touch on. It's all fair game. How about we haven't touched on anything commercial aviation related yet? So I don't know if you guys have uh, you know seen the the news recently 
And Johnny, you're probably our resident expert as it relates to this, man, because uh, you flew for a regional airline. Um, so you mm. can provide some perspective on this. Um, Mesa um, has uh, announced uh, an increase uh, for uh, overall pilot salaries. Um, mm. You know, entry level first officers $100 an hour and first year captains $150 an hour. I mean, wow. that wow. is, and I just threw the, the link in the chat to, to you guys, but um, sign me up, coach. That is, or the minimum. So, like, what, 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 what minimums well, are we talking about? That's what I want to, that's what I want to get to. Like, for, for you looking at this now, like, let's say we, we, you know, rewound a couple of years for you and you saw this. Like, what are the things that you're taking into consideration before you just look at the, the, uh, the, the, the salary or, you know, the hourly rate to say, all right, I'm going to jump into this. Like, what are the things? Cause I've seen some of the threads back, back and forth out there amongst some of these people um, that either fly for the airlines now or are looking to get into the airlines. And there's some, uh, you know, there, there's some reservation. Let's, let's just say that as it relates to this, mm. um, you know, what, what are the things you, you would be looking at? Yeah, that's, you know, that's, that's one of the things that, um, you know, it's, it's, it's tough because, you know, you, you want to fly, right? You know, you went, you get all these, you know, get all these certifications, got your ticket, you're ready to go. And, you know, boom, you know, here's this company, you know, supposedly offering you the world. So, you know, it's like, all right, let's, let's take into the consideration the pay. You know, I think the pay for, you know, um, from my experience is a huge improvement from when I started. So, you know, that for me, you know, we can put a check mark on Johnny's list there. But, you know, I, I think my first and the equipment, you know, it's whatever, man. I mean, it could be a potato pillar if it flies, you know, I'll send it <laughs> if the money's right. But, yeah. um, you know, I think one of the things to consider is the working environment. And Bingo. Bingo. Um, that's you know that's, that's 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 huge, especially if you know you're at a point in your life where you know you have a whole family. You know, um, and they'll start out. You know, you're young. You you know, you're grinding. You're doing your thing. You know, um, for some people that may have less of a value. Um, so you know, which again may drive your you know decision whether to drop that app in or not. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, I know for me, you know, um, having a family and, um, you know, outside commitments, <laughs> you know, other than aviation, that that the work life balance for me would be would be huge. And um, and uh, we're talking Mesa, right? Yep. It was Mesa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's. Um, yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> they, they they have a reputation, fam. I put two like that. I've heard, they I've heard. Yeah. But it's interesting because, like, they're now higher than slightly higher than their mainline counterparts, like American. Like, I think American recently raised uh, entry level first officers to ninety bucks and captains mm -hmm. at one forty six. Mm -hmm. I mean, again, you're looking at now um, a <clears throat> hundred. On, on the regional side and 150 for first uh for uh for captain so mm -hmm. but to your point like you know work-life balance and some of those other considerations and even equipment as well like i know to your point when you're first getting in you're just looking to fly anything but like you know for a couple dollars less you can have a better overall experience and you know upgraded aircrafts and and, and just overall better equipment 
I think, and then obviously the career path opportunities, I still think people would err to the side of, uh, you know, the main lines. And I also think there's like a, there's a, there's a sense of, uh, of pride behind it as well. It's like, you know, uh, I fly for Mesa. I fly for American. Who the heck is that? Yeah, exactly. Like there's, there's, and I think you know these main lines see that and understand that. So I don't think they're ever going to be in competition as it relates to nah. you know, um, it relates to, to to the salary and and the hourly wages. Um, no, let's be realistic though, Mike. They're not going to bring up the price, man, unless you know no. they're desperately needing people. Yeah, the flow through has been hot, man. Mesa said they I lost mean, almost five yeah. percent of their workforce in one month to the yeah, majors. I mean, so the major and the majors know that, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's a, yeah, that's 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 really that's really interesting, Mike. You know, and yeah, I thought um, I'd bring it up, man, just to get you you know your perspective on it. But um, I, I thought that was uh, that was it. I think it's great to your point, especially if you're you're just really starting out and. Maybe you don't necessarily have, you know, the the life commitments and obligations yet, man. Mm-hmm. That's that's a heck hey, of a man, deal. No one says it. you have to do it forever, you know. Yeah. Oh, for sure, it. man. So for sure, you know. And um, like I said, you know, back when I started, you know, it seemed as if, and again, like they've always preached a pilot shortage, but you know, um, jobs back then, especially well-paid ones, tended to be, you know, a little harder to come by, mm-hmm. you know. So. I mean, just getting out of school, man, and a hundred bucks an hour. I don't know, Mike, man. Johnny's <laughs> like, I'm here to throw my boots. And back then, on. you know, but then, <laughs> like I said, you know, uh, mainlines are they're offering a little, but you know, I mean, we all know the minimums, you know, for you know, a uh, mainline driver is going to be substantially higher than regionals, right? So, yeah, you know, that's that's something to keep in mind as well. You know, I may not even be able to get a seat at the table you know, for right. a mainline job right now, you know, so yeah. that's something to look at as well. What's the, what's the minimum for a mainline? Is it like 2,500 or something? Oh, shoot, man. It depends uh, on, I think it depends, it, on, it, the, it depends on the carrier. There's not like an average. Know, the, uh, the FAA mandates, uh, you know, certain minimums or whatever, but then, you know, um, it's, it's really based on the carrier. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's changed yeah, a lot. It's changed but a I, lot. I think they, they mandate minimums as it relates to for ATP. For ATP, but I think after that, it's up to the carrier. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Once, once, yeah. You at, once you're at that 1500, you know, my understanding, man, it, the pilot shortage is so bad. There are main lines out there taking people at 1500. It's rare. Yeah. Yeah. It's rare, I mean, right? no, it's, it's probably wow. less, probably not as rare as you think, my, especially now. I mean, it's, it's, People going you know, like uh, like line. Robert, you know, our good friend Robert was saying, I mean, people, people, you know, folks are needing pilots right now. Now's a really good time to, you know, have your tickets. Yep. Uh, for the CPL of dollars per hour difference would sooner fly to you for folks like United with United Delta, Terra, you can get a chance to see Paris. Me, so you get to see more. <laughs> 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 that, yeah. that is also a really good point, That's man. True. You know, like yep. I said, it's, uh, you know, there, there's some there's some trade-offs for sure that I think even at the slightly higher dollar amount, folks are still going to opt to when they can, the mainline carriers. It just, it just, it's just the name of the game. Yep. Uh, man, flight sim guys, what is going on in the world of flight sim? I know we initially touched on, you know, the, the PC 12, but, 
What are you guys? What are you guys hearing out there about X Plane Twelve? What are you guys hearing? Oh guys man, thinking? hold on. Before we sneak? before we get there, before we get to X Plane Twelve, fam, how's GSX Pro working out for you? That's what I really want to know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know what? I'm 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 glad I'm glad you brought it up because I I do yeah. owe an update on that man because you know and I, I felt like listening back to the show I was a little harsh. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna put myself out there and say I was a little harsh. I was. Um, uh, it, it seems, knock on wood, it seems to have lined out. And it's, uh, I did two flights yesterday, and uh, I didn't have an issue with not one of them, uh, both on the departure side of uh, GSX as well as the arrival side at uh, four different airports, right? So, knock on wood, it seems to have lined out. I don't have people you know, walking above the jetway anymore or, you know, <laughs> uh, trucks not coming or the menu just not launching in general. So uh, shout out to FS Dream Team and the folks yep. over there. That it looks like Got they together. are they're getting it together. There's still some nuances yep. and some things out there that uh, you notice. But at the end of the day, no one was looking for perfection. And I, I even no. said this on the last show, man, like it's flight sim. It, this, none of this stuff is life or death. Like none of this yeah. stuff is saving a life. Like it's flight sim. I saw somebody complaining because the the baggage handler wasn't throwing the suitcase on the belt. Like exactly. <laughs> what? That's not what we're looking for, right? No. We just want the product that you spent your hard earned money on to just work. Like that. That's yeah. what it was about at the end of the day. But yes, that's my update. It looks to be uh, so far so good. I mean, Dave brought the fact that he was waiting on SU10 to drop before he. He purchased a PC12. I would like to see what SU10 is going to do to GSX. Ooh, because I can yeah. tell you right now, it's probably going to be um, a nightmare. But we'll see. Hopefully, they uh, they take into account that stuff. What wouldn't people? Wouldn't they have access? That's logic. To no, you cannot apply logic, Johnny. Stop. You can't do it, man. <laughs> Don't apply logic. I'm leaving it alone. I'm leaving it alone. I'm leaving. <laughs> X Plane 12, ladies and gentlemen. Slide X Plane 12. I've said because I've said the same thing a million times, man. And, and <laughs> people think I'm I'm too harsh, so I, I just stopped talking about it. You may you can't apply logic. <laughs> you you would think they would have access to it and do their regression and all that stuff, but that's too logical. So yes, X Plane 12. What have you guys been hearing, man? Hey man, um, it's, it's she's it's right around the corner. Right around the corner, yeah. Mm-hmm. Jinx. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it she's, looks she's promising. It, it looks, it looks good, man. I, I, okay, I'm, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna go ahead and get my piece out of the way. Okay, I'm go. not looking. I'm not looking for 2020 visuals. I ain't got to have that. No, nope. but as nope. long as I don't have to load 14 terabytes of ortho <laughs> and um, another gig of um, cloud visuals and run like nine applications in the background and like my modules list, little X-Plane plugin list, like stretch the length of my entire mo- monitor vertically. I'm good. I'm good. Like I said, if we can get a, de- a relatively decent improvement in visuals and we can get some seasons, it'll be nice. I think from when I was looking at some of the previews, you know, they're, they, they have implemented like snow and ice and things like that, yep. you know, and, you know, Austin being Austin, you know, and, you know, it looks like they got some breaking action going on there. So 
Oh, really? That's, um, yeah, yeah, that's pretty sweet. I was watching a video with, uh, I think they featured the A330. You know, it's funny how I'm not sure how they really choose the airplanes to feature. But anyway, um, <laughs> they, um, you know, they were demoing like, you know, ice and things like that, you know, <laughs> they, uh, ice and things like that. So that'll be cool, you know, and I think, you know, one thing I myself might look into venturing in is um rotary you know um the helicopter functionality seems to be pretty strong you know i've, I've heard it was good <clears throat> in 11 but mm -hmm. you know equally so is strong in 12 so um we'll, we'll see jensen so far i've heard that the majority of the add-ons you know of course add-ons that have been done here recently um, should flow right into 12. So, you know, that will remain to be seen. I don't know. Except for ortho. Man, <laughs> hey. hey. I mean, that was Speaking like late breaking of, news to me, man. man. Sorry, go ahead, Charlie. No, that's exactly what I was going to say. The announcement of Vertical put out. Yes, yes, it. please. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Saying that he was pulling these states off of his server because it wasn't going to transition over. Yeah, I think he cited some maintenance and yeah. Support costs associated with that. First of all, shout out to Vertical Man. Like oh, for those sure. again that are familiar with absolutely, uh, you know, mm -hmm. my audience here that is the flight sim audience and familiar with X Plane and familiar with uh, Vertical Simulation. Um, guys, done about a hell of a job and one heck of a contributor to flight sim at absolutely. at. Uh, and I think as one of the things, sure. you know, he was one. I think, gosh, our first guest on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah, our first you know, guest, man. Was. Well overdue. Well overdue. Yeah, we're Vertical, we're going. looking for you, buddy. We're looking for you, man. <laughs> you know, one of, the, <laughs> one of the things that has always stood out with him is, like, the price point. Again, you know, being able to get folks in to Can't some of it. these products, you know, that, mm -hmm. that don't really have the disposable income. Um, you know, he's been really, really great at that. And to provide v-states the ortho for as long as yeah. he did for the majority of the country for free it's just insane yeah, so first of all shout shout out to vertical but yeah i was kind of disappointed that it had nothing to do with vertical i think it's just the way x-plane 12 is yeah. going to be developed or configured or yeah, whatever think, yeah. uh, a lot of it won't transition that's uh that's interesting but will we will we need like maybe a different you know maybe the ortho needs to be a different format or I mean do we need or that's why I'm trying to get away you yeah, need we ortho, bro you're you gonna need you're gonna need ortho because like <laughs> yeah. they they've even said it here man the autogen looks like crap for a 2022 yeah. Yeah, that's true. and I and I think like that's always been the thing like no one has ever complained about X plane in regards to like the flight dynamics no, the flight modeling good, yeah. it's always been solid but it's 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 always been the the lack of just high fidelity visuals and to your point johnny we're not looking for 2020 visuals um exactly. i think austin has made it clear he is in no way you know shape or form trying to complete compete with 2020 although mm. that doesn't make sense to me but fine um i think know, he feels gonna, like he could do it on physics alone and yeah and he's I don't done a so. great job i mean he's done a great job but like when you look at the core audience of of flight simmers out there there's only a subset that actually care for the actual flight dynamics That's or is true. going to notice the the differences between the flight dynamic dynamics uh in x plane in, in 2020 mm -hmm. there's a there's a there's, there's a good amount don't get me wrong right um, especially for avid simmers or even real world pilots, definitely yeah. you yeah. definitely notice. But I mean, 2020, and we've talked about this all the time. 2020 has opened up a door 
right, for a new sort of regime, a new generation of flight simmers that really weren't into it before, just because of the, 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 visuals. the, the visuals alone, like the fact that people can get in a plane, take off from their local airport and fly over their home and like it be like, you know, spot on is something that X-Plane will never be able to compete with unless they go back to the drawing board and start from the ground up, which again, it doesn't look like Austin has any interest in doing. To your point, Charlie, you know, his, 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 his mind is made up and, you know, where he sees uh, flight simming, the, uh, the, uh, I guess the, the benefits of flight simming and the point of flight simming is in the flight model and the flight dynamics the and, feels. and yeah. the feels and the look and feels, I should say. So, yeah. I get it, man. But also to to Johnny's point, like it's kind of exhausting running twelve different applications just to get the uh, uh, the overall immersive feeling in the sim, um, and not only you know run twelve different applications, but manage twelve different applications, pay for twelve different applications, and it's a lot of these applications are taxing on your sim. Like X and Viro, first of all, oh, seventy five dollars. Seventy five dollars, first of all. I can't run it. Um, and then, like to your point, I can't run it either. It, it, it brings the sim to a crawl. So, yeah, man, we're, we're looking for a sim where we're able to just get that stuff out of the box. And I think yeah. again, that's where twenty twenty shines. Yeah, no, you're one hundred percent right. I you agree. know, chance, you know, but you know, I mean, <laughs> what what you described, Mike, has that's that's Austin. You know, that's you know, his mind is made up. You know, and you can take it or leave it. And to be honest, part of that, you know, part of that, you know, part of that kind of respect, you know, I mean, he's, he's very confident in his product. Um, You know, he knows in terms of, uh, you know, fidelity from a flight modeling standpoint. Um, It's, 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 it's the best out there, you know, um, that, you know, that's available for most, you know, most users and, um, I I get it, but you know sometimes I I think, um, you know I, I think he should be a little more you know um, receptive, uh, a little more yeah, just a little more receptive, man. Um, you know to the community. I mean I, I have seen some things that you know the community has asked for that he has implemented. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know which is great. You know that's awesome. You know, right. um, but. Uh, I mean, and you just watching some of his uh, uh, Michael Brown videos, uh, which are actually pretty good. I mean, if you guys yeah, want to get schooled, you know, uh, watch watch this video where um, he explains this. I, I forget the name of the uh, of the of the uh, the flight control system for helicopters or whatever, but it's just he just they just posted it not too long ago. And um, he, when I put it to you this way, when you get out of it, you have a really decent understanding. If you weren't aware of, you know, um, the general functions and how it functions on uh, mm-hmm. rotary aircraft, you will come down that video. Um, you know, he's very passionate. You know, again, that's that's, yeah. you know, I, I, I respect that from him. You know, he can. Very few developers can not only explain the functionality of the software. But, uh, you know, a software that's running a simulation, but then also, you know, expound on the, you know, thing that it's simulating. You know, normally they rely on, you know, third party or someone to provide insight on how something should, you know, function. 
But I mean, Austin, he he'll whip out a whiteboard and get to you know diving into some heavy aerodynamics. And um, I I, I got to say that's you know I, I definitely definitely respect that from him. Uh, AMR Archives brought in a, uh, actually a really good point. Twenty twenty shines until you lose your internet connections. I, I am dealing with it because <laughs> Johnny. oh my gosh, man, the struggle is real. You know, I have Starlink. Uh, shout out to Elon. Uh, <laughs> I have Starlink, and it's great, man. But sometimes it's just. 2020 doesn't like it for some reason, you know, and you know, I'm, you know, most of the days I'm pulling like, you know, over a hundred down and like eight or nine up. And um, it's just, sometimes it doesn't like it, you know, and um, you know, for a while and actually truth be told, well, knock on wood, I haven't had any lost connection warnings yet, but I used to get these lost connection warnings and my scenery would completely crap out and everything would just be like, just be flat and mm, gross, you know, gross. <laughs> My worst than the plan. Worst than ever, bro. And yes, bro. And it's so frustrating because I'm like, my internet connection's good, and mm. they don't give you ability to like, you know, yeah, there's a catch or whatever, but there's no like legit offline mode. And um, yeah, AMR brought it up as well. X Plane's a very good offline sim for those. For, so for mm. those of us who do experience that struggle you know explains always been solid folk uh fellas i'm not gonna lie man and um you know yeah. uh, like i said lately you know it's been pretty decent for me and you know those of you who are on you know um you know like a wired connection you know yeah i mean you guys probably notice the difference but uh yeah you know it, it gets a little frustrating you know it gets a little frustrating Absolutely. for sure Yep, yep. absolutely. It, it was bad in the, in the beginning. I've always had pretty much solid internet connection, even before you know we we moved to our new place. And when 2020 first launched, I was getting that that uh, error all the time. Yeah, and I'm like, there's nothing wrong with my internet. What what is what does this mean? But I haven't got. I think I got it once, like three weeks ago. But uh, for the most, oh, that's part, interesting. I did too. I had an issue. Yeah, a I wonder like ago. if it's not even local, local base, man. It's like server, server sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know, man. It. But I would get it, man. I'd be in like the, um, you know, sending some GA or something. And uh, nine times out of ten, AMR, yeah, it'll be like <laughs> on takeoff roll or some critical phase of flight, and yeah. I'll be rotating, and they'll pause, and then I'll get like you know connection offline, and everything just completely disappear, and it'll be just so aggravating. And then I'll quickly control alt delete it out of frustration, and fire up six fifty next plane and send it, you know. But yeah, man, especially when. Uh, <laughs> When GSX first launched, I'm gonna say, forget this. I'm sending the 650. Oh man! <laughs> oh, and she and she has never failed me, man. Shout out to Hot Start in the 650. Mm -mm. Yeah, that'll be that'll be that'll be pretty interesting in 12 as well. Like I said, they you know they said the majority of that should you yeah. know should work. So I don't know. We'll see. I got a question, man. How many folks out there are you know are in ground school? You know, whether you're in it full time trying to get your pilot certificate or, you know, you're dabbling in it, you're just looking at the books and, and whatnot, man. How many out there? Because, you know, one of the things I wanted to do today, man, was just go through some ground school questions, right? At the pilot private level. Uh, you know, why not? Some basic ground school questions. So, what I'm going to do, we're going to continue to talk about topics and whatnot for sure. Uh, but what I'm going to do is we'll, we'll throw some questions in the chat. 
um you know feel free to answer first one to, to get it right in the chat wins it's that simple so we'll uh we'll, we'll throw one in there i think you know we, we talked about maintenance for a bit a couple minutes ago Let, let's talk about let's talk about maintenance so we'll throw up the first question in here again first person in the chat to get it right wins but yeah <laughs> man um you know i'm looking forward to explain 12 listen at the end of the day and i think we talk about this all the time it's about options we're at a a really interesting time in in flight sim flight simulation in general like i can go back you know even just a handful of years and uh you know we we really never had the options that we have today both in add-ons from you know scenery aircrafts but as well as options within flight sim and don't google the questions either guys stop cheating i got children man so i'm over here responding to no no text. no not you i was talking about the chat oh. <laughs> John, johnny if you if you had to google this we have we have a serious conversation we man, would need to have hey, so i'm not man, i'm not one hey, about you. man hey man you <laughs> oh check right johnny good, googling yeah. this no no way no way no way you know my mind ain't good man. <laughs> <laughs> um but, but yeah, man, I, I think we're at a we're at a point where I think like sky's the limit. It's so awesome that we have all of these options and available to us in both, you know, to your point where you uh, to use the quote unquote uh, uh, terminology from consoles and, and computer gaming rage quit. Right. Because it isn't working the way it's <laughs> supposed to work. Right. You could just hop on another sim. Right. It's it's, it. uh, it's really that simple. We didn't really have those options before. So. You know, all playing, the all uh, the PGA nagging and the complaining we do, uh, or at least I do, like I think we're at a really really good place. Yeah, that's yeah, that's true. Well, like I said, unless you're playing, you know, PGA, two K twenty one, and can't go anywhere else because there's nothing <laughs> else to play. But <laughs> <laughs> Dave, take it easy, man. We'll, we'll see you, so Dave. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, yeah, appreciate man. everyone hanging out, man. We're an hour sure. into this. I feel like we just got started. I know, yeah, man. Appreciate you all uh, tuning in to us again. We're talking about all things flight sim, all things general aviation, all things commercial aviation. It's all fair game. Doing some ground school stuff. Jump in the chat. Feel free to interact with us. We want to hear your opinions. Again, we don't have these kind of shows all too often. It's always us doing the talking to ourselves, bouncing right. things off of ourselves. We want to bounce things off of you guys, man. Like, you know, right. appreciate the interaction so far today. Uh, those just uh, just uh, tuning in, jump in as well, jump in as well. Um, what aircrafts are you guys looking forward to uh, in the, uh, the the realm of flight sim? I know one of the things out there uh, coming down the pike here is uh, the MD-11. It's my understanding for 2020. From uh, uh, iNervix. Uh, I mean, I, I messed their name up. In, all the new, the new name. The FBI. Yeah, there you go. The yeah. Yeah, I just still I'm say trying to use a new name. I'm trying to use a new name. <laughs> I know. Um, again, I'm not. I'm not a huge Mad Dog fan. And here we go. The die rolls. I see it already. <laughs> I. I. It's just. I'm just not a huge Mad Dog fan. But I know there are a lot of folks looking forward to it, man. So, um, what do you guys think? Day one cop. For your day point. One cop? To oh, your absolutely. Point, Mike. I give you. I, I give you a lot of crap, Mike. But I have to say. <laughs> It's the McDonald Douglas, man. They use a very funky flight deck logic. 
And to me, it's very Airbus like, but you know, I mean, uh, uh, no, it's not. No, but, <laughs> but, but there are some there are some nuances that I can totally understand why it wouldn't resonate with certain folks. So I get it. And then that's the thing too. You know, you want to be kind of mindful of. You know, check out a few videos before you make these huge purchasing decisions, especially once you start talking about mm. aircraft like in the 60, 70, I don't know, eight hour range. Um, yeah. do do your due diligence. You know, don't go, don't go and purchase the thing and then rely on somebody giving you your money back. You know, yeah. um yeah. <laughs> I can't tell you how many foreign posts I have seen where it's like, you know, ah, this sucks, I'm getting my money back. It's like, you know. Um, now, if there's a, you know, if there's a issue or something that, you know, comes out of nowhere, but I mean, there's, there's all types of circumstances that would, you know, uh, that would necessitate, you know, a refund. So I, that part I get, but, you know, just because, uh, you know, it's not functioning the way I would expect it to and, you know, and things like that, you know, just, just do, do your due diligence. That's, that, that's all I'm saying. But anywho, um, yeah. circling back to Mike's previous question. Um, yeah, MD 11 is a huge one. Um, but I'm not looking for it anytime soon. Um, it's an extremely complex airplane, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I, I really want them to take their time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd be very surprised if we, you know, see anything, you know, um, anything this year, to be honest with you. Did um, Colin show us like previews back in, when we had him on the show in like February? Yeah, was that, yeah, was yeah. Was, he was showing us the previews. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. You know, but then again, I mean, it's a, it's a very very complex airplane, and, we're, and the modeling is just one facet, right? I mean, right, yeah. right. You know, the flight control systems on the MD11 are very unique to the MD11. I forget some of them, but let's put it to you this way. There's a lot of um, augmentation systems on the flight controls. And um, yeah, you know, so there's, there's a lot of wizardry involved there. So, you know, I'm totally, you know, totally cool with them taking their time and doing what they do best. Um, Cause that 717 meant to me is still just probably, oh, oh man, oh. just amazing. Uh, I've always said, man, amazing. that, that plane set the bar for, from the uh immersive category in flight simming we haven't seen anything like that immersion wise before Mm -hmm. that 717 came out um i i still remember the time i saw windshield rain man (laughs) lost my mind (laughs) (laughs) yeah man they again this this was like i said earlier this wasn't too long ago like no like technology continues to advance and continues to get better in such a short time frame, but we're seeing it in the flight sim industry as well. Like as niche as this community is, as small as this community is in comparison to other hobbies and other genres and other simulation and other games out there, we've been making some strides, man. Oh yeah, for sure. We have been making some strides. I I think it's, it's uh, exceptional. For sure. Yeah, so I mean that one's you know that one there I'm definitely looking forward to. Um, I know myself and Charlie, who shares the same sentiment, we're also looking for that uh, that um, ATR that's dropping oh. for. And Milviz recently changed their name, by the way. I think isn't that all right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Black box or black something. Something. Let me look it up. Yeah. Well, I'm 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 not going to even try to pronounce it because I'm going to mess it up. 
and you know yeah. look look like even more of a clown. So uh, I'm gonna call him Melvis right now. But <laughs> the screenshots look tasty, oh, ladies and gentlemen. Man, I am not gonna lie to you; they look amazing. So it'll be nice to kind of round out, you know, the um, the turbo prop genre. We haven't had a large turbo prop in the industry as a whole in quite some time. Mm-hmm. So it'll be really, really cool to see it. Um, however, and Mike, I think you would share the same sentiment as well, sir. I would, I wouldn't be mad at all if anybody would. Uh, sorry, you broke up for me. Yeah, I didn't hear. Yeah, okay, yeah, all you on, but no, oh, yeah. I, I wouldn't be, <laughs> wouldn't be mad at all if um, if we uh, if someone decided to take on the challenge of EJET in twenty twenty. Oh my goodness! I'm waiting yes. for it, man. Yeah, I, I am man. waiting for. it. I would love to see an eJet. Like, I, and I think I think we talked about this on the last show as well. Like, I think that is the category from a commercial aviation standpoint that's lacking the most. Like yep. within flight sim, we don't have any like high fidelity eJets really in 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 any sim and like it's not a knock on any of the folks out there like xcraft and ssg and x-plane don't get me wrong they're they're solid they're solid but like for sure they're not at the level of like you know some of the other airliners we see out there it could be a lack of data it could also be that you know they probably have done their best it is is what it is um but uh you know i would i would love to and i know xcraft's the 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 re sort of redesign of the e-jet series that they're working on in x-plane it looks phenomenal yeah, yeah. that thing looks amazing i cannot yeah, uh, yes. wait to, to check that out man and you know that brings me to an, another topic like x-plane 12 coming out aside right there was a lot of talk earlier on especially when 2020 first launched and even the months through 2020 like like is x-plane dead right in comparison to 2020 like is 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 x-plane dead man i would say absolutely not there's always going to be a subset of user that prefers x-plane as well as a subset of user that prefers p3d as well as a subset of user Mm -hmm. that still prefers fxx there's always going to be that particular subset that's always going to favor one sim and one school of thought is hey i don't want to invest my hard-earned money in like 90 different sims so i'm going to put emphasis on this one sim it's not causing me any issues it's Mm -hmm. lying down and i don't have the patience to deal with the shenanigans that i totally 100 understand so that question has been the same question that that's been asked for 20 years in industry and you know it's you know they're they're still there you know even a lot of the smaller you know um like aerofly you know they've been around for some years as well and um they're they're still here so i don't i don't think any of them are really you know going anywhere anytime soon i don't think yeah I yeah, agree. I f- I feel the same way. I feel the same way. Again, I'm you know I'm one of the folks out there that flies uh, multiple sims. Um, Airbuses. We- <laughs> well, 
Everybody says it multiple times. Shout out to Southwest yesterday, right? Yeah, shout out to Southwest. And American, man. man. I was in both. Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah, they, both, someone... they, both, they both owe me a check. Yeah, somebody said my man check, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, but I think, like, for me, it's, you know, all the Sims have their pros and all the Sims have their cons. And I don't think we'll ever get to a place. A lot of people think we will. I don't think we'll ever get to a place where we will. And I hope I'm wrong. We'll see everything that, you know, one needs in one sim. Yeah. Like, I think there's always, again, if you're an avid flight simmer um, that looks for variety, um, that likes to mix it up, I don't think you're ever going to get all that you're looking for in one in in one uh, in one sim. So that's just my thought. Yeah, I agree. Um, unfortunately, I think 2020 will continue to outpace X plane. Um, sure. It's Microsoft. Yeah. I mean, they, yeah. they've got the wallet behind it to continue to market, continue to invest, continue to improve the the product itself. Um, from that regard, but I think yeah. you're more, you know core flight simmers hardcore flight simmers if you will uh will always continue to, to sort of migrate to uh explain what about p3d mm. <laughs> <laughs> he laughed no um as 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 far as p3d i mean you know again i think there's always there's always going to be that uh that consumer base that you know prefers that things are lined out from for them and they're they're going to continue to do their thing however mm-hmm. i do not think and i've never thought this was the case the average flight simmer is lockheed martin's target consumer base i just don't mm-hmm. I, no. I just don't no. just don't man i shared with you guys and this was like i think before 2020 when i was traveling a bunch for work i was at a career fair and lockheed was there uh you know we we all network and talk to each other all the groups all the companies that were there and i went over and and i'm like you know we're having a chat and i brought up you know prepared and they all looked at me like i was talking another (laughs) language (laughs) they was like what product Uh, you you know prepare 3d your 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 flight sim desktop product Four of them. Not one of them was familiar with it. Really? Bro, I had no clue. Had no clue what the heck I was talking about. Hey, anybody home? Had no clue. That's how massive. To Johnny's point, that's how massive a company they are and 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 how small of a subset like that That actually uh, that actually is in, in the grand scheme of things to them. Like that's it's not their I'm surprised they continue to be honest. I'm surprised they continue to iterate and put out new versions of it. I wouldn't be surprised if that thing goes end of life in the next three years. I don't know. Really? I'm gonna tell you, really? I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna tell you why. Developers think, are pulling out. All right, you I'll, you stay your, your 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 point first. I think I think Lockheed is using that sim mm-hmm. to showcase some of their uh, some of their products, some of their government products. That's why I think. Mm. So stuff we don't see, stuff we don't see. Now that makes sense. I mean, what do most of these simulators, all the big, the the big airlines use? Is it prepared? 
No, uh, that's, that's, no. that's proprietary stuff, bro. Yeah. Oh, like so that, that's all individualized software. Yeah, the level D Sims. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's not prepared or explained or at least the, oh. ma- the major carriers. I don't know if like, you yeah, know, some the of the part end, 91s uh, out there are using some those. Of them, yeah. I mean, there are some I didn't of them out that. there. There are some of them out there. Now, again, the sim can't be, you know, considered level D at our level, but, you know, there's some out there that the back end is an ESP engine based sim. So, mm. you know, there's that. But right. um, I just, you know, I, I just, I don't believe that, you know, now they may, it may come to a situation to where they may decide to, you know, uh, lower their investment you know in the platform or you know reduce the staff but i think as of right now and this is just johnny talking but i i really do feel that they're utilizing that sim to you know short showcase some of their um some of their products to the government just saying no i think uh i think you're probably right i was just looking at it from the uh civilian base aspect of it ah yeah you know there's a lot of uh i think there are a fair amount of developers out there that have uh committed to the future sims out there and uh are less um you know privy to um to continue investing in p3d there's a couple out there there's a couple out there mike i'm all you know if i want to bring the names up man it's just you know um they just released a citation i would have loved i mean loved to see this airplane in any other sim right now oh Um, that's right they dropped an xls for p3d and no no well I'm, I'm, i'm sorry i'm sorry they haven't dropped it yet. It's in beta. It's in yeah. beta right now. And yeah. but but not only that, the the navigation data is real nav. And first of all, have you guys ever heard of real nav? No. Yeah. It's, is that it's like what nav. the six fifty is using? It's like real nav. It's just a different navigation uh, nav data provider, like similar to Navigraph. Oh, okay. But the difference is real nav is like they're 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 not cheap and i'm meaning not cheap i'm i'm about to see if i can look it up here but they're so it requires another subscription to fly the plane with accurate oh, nav data. oh another subscription real nav yes. data i'm about to pull it up now really? i'm about to pull it up now let me see the here. sim that people are migrating away from i would be curious to see how much it's 39 dollars for home use like um, one time for, or a month subscription um it just says 39 oh yeah for a 28 day cycle oh my 40 40 bucks 40 bucks a month you gotta be kidding me hey man if i'm if i'm lying i'm dying i'm about to drop this uh boom man check that out check that check the chat out let me see this thing bro i'm gonna send it send it over send it down to our friends here as well what bro Bro, who's buying wow, that? I'm bro. just saying. For flight sim, unless you can use this as well in the real world, which doesn't yeah, I mean, like, unless I don't know, you know man. It clearly says navigation database for flight simulators. Yep. No A way. Thousand dollars yeah. for thirteen cycles. I'm just saying, guys. And this is supposed to be released for, for how many products that actually use it. I wonder if this is more for like those with like 
you know, the hardcore Sims that are set up that's, out there. That's the only like, thing like, I uh, can think like, of. Like, uh, you know, Shout Flower, out Rookie. Flower Rookie, yep, Flower Rookie <laughs> Sim. Um, you know, the folks over in in, uh, in Chicago. Um, oh, my gosh. EFS. Oh my God, like, EFS, Extreme Flight Simulations. Perhaps, like, that's what this database is for. That I could still, see. It's $1,000. $1,000. And yeah, developers, Eagle Soft, guys. I'm going to drop it, bump it. Um yeah, developers. Did they like start this years ago, and that's why they didn't like Man, pivot they used to, to bring it to out, 2020. They've put out some amazing. They actually, they did one of the only Citation Tens for Flight Sim. It was really good for its time, really good. And um, but yeah, it's just been a project that has been drawing on for years. That's like, what no it jokes, is. Years and it's unfortunate. It's very unfortunate, man. Like I said, I would have loved to have seen this thing and all the all the business jets because they did just majority business jets. And yeah, um, I would have loved to have seen this thing in 2020. I, I really would have. And you know, to compound all that, you know, to utilize a uh, to that you know utilize a um, navigraph uh, nav data provider that no one really yeah. uses. I, I, I'm, you know, there, there has to be some sort of. Um, Undisclosed logic behind that that we don't yeah, know about. Gotta we don't want to knock it be. before we get the true tr- yeah. information. So yeah. I just, I just, it's interesting because, like, um, that's a lot of money, fam. That's a lot of no, money. No. Not only that, the aircraft looks gorgeous. Like it I'm does. looking at it here, it looks phenomenal, especially for a P3D aircraft. P3D, yeah. But like, I wonder how much of these they're actually going to sell. Like. 2020 is literally the sim for this type of aircraft. Like that's where 2020 shines. Oh yeah. Even oh, X-plane. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. So uh, you know how much they're gonna sell? We'll we'll have to see. We'll have to see, man. It's just I don't know, man. 2020 <laughs> just really. <laughs> Here's been... the first comment, bro. Uh-oh. Real nav, lol. What a joke. These guys are about five years too late, and the <laughs> comments on Ab- Avism thread are painful to read. As one of the commenters said, I hope they have some corporate contracts because not sure who's buying this. So these are my exact thoughts, just a little bit. Right. Yeah, I'm just exactly being this harsh, but like this is how I feel about it. You know, as well, I feel this like they're they're, I think they missed the boat on this one, fellas. Yeah, I think so, too, fam. Not going to lie, man. I mean, right now, just. 2020 is just prime territory, guys. Uh, prime yeah. territory for this stuff. I mean, there there are literally scenery, scenery developers now that are dropping whole aircraft packs. Apparently, yeah. I'm assuming it's fairly easy to really, you know, to do, you know, um, tweak airports for 2020. But they're dropping whole aircraft. Like my my the, my entire operational area in Texas is covered with, you know, legit third party tweak airports now. So I just. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I would send the snot out of this thing oh, in 2020. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Oh, man. Heck, yeah, bro. I'll oh, be man. hopping all over the place. Uh, what does this one say? This would have been great six years ago, literally. Yeah, they, they, literally. Uh, and maybe they hit some development snags. But, Had to, uh, man. Something. This... There has to be something in the background that, you know, caused the hiccup. Because, I mean, guys, truth be told, we, you know, this this has been announced for years. It's been a while. honest with you, man, I forgot about them. I completely forgot about them. And all of a sudden, you know, uh, they dropped the post and apps. And I'm like, oh, man, because actually I own some of their aircraft for, um, shoot, like FXX, I think. This yeah. person says that they did a 
public records search a number of years ago, and the owners are real now, but also major partners with EagleSoft. Oh. Oh, so I explain. That yeah. makes a lot more sense. A lot more sense. Yeah, but like, like again, like let's summarize this right. <clears throat> You're developing uh, an aircraft for a dying platform for a dying platform and utilizing if you want any sort of realistic experience from a navigational standpoint utilizing a third party subscription based mm-hmm. nav database that is twice the cost of the ever more popular navigraph like i I don't see a yep. win here. I, I, I don't I'm, either. I'm kind of confused. I don't either. But may, I, I get, the only thing I could think of, man, is they didn't want to realize the sunk cost for this, and there was just too much time and too much money invested in this they that just they to just had to go with it. Some money is better than none at all. That's true. Um, exactly. Or realizing some money now is better than waiting another year or two years to have to redesign this for 2020 that's the only logical explanation that i can think of absolutely yeah. you guys are 100 right man i thought i oh, brought that up uh, bring that up because it just it bothers me man i was like man these guys were just amazing you know you guys should have seen that citation 10 man it was i've just, never heard of them again oh my probably, gosh you know, before i got in the flight simming yeah, it was, it was like, amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at, like, I want this for 2020. This thing is gorgeous. Yeah, I know this it, man. I know it. However, if it makes, if it gives you guys any solace, there, there were, apparently there will be a, uh, you know, there'll be a Citation 10 and X Plane 12. I don't know. I can't vouch for its level of fidelity. There's yeah. going to be one in there, you know, because the, 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 the pro line, I don't know, man. To me, I think. A for for a business jet. I mean, to me, the avionics fleet has to be accurately modeled, you know, for yep. me to really just you know send it, send it. Yeah, and um, you know, very few aside from Hot Start has um, gotten close. So yeah, um, you know, I guess that kind of remains to be seen. I mean, I'll still check it out, of course, but. You know, I just, I don't know, man. It was just kind of, kind of unfortunate. And I want to bring up another, I want to bring up another add-on that I have totally been asleep on. I think Mike knows what I'm going to mention. And is the, he's sipping his coffee now because he's not going to touch a 10-foot pole. The BAE-146 from Just Fly. I am uh, extremely asleep, <laughs> <laughs> man. Man, I got to go with Mike on this one. It. Man, I don't care what you guys say oh, that man. for a, for an older airliner, man, it provides a a challenge I haven't myself experienced in a long time. And it's very refreshing. It's very refreshing to actually, you know, work to get the airplane from point A to point B. I mean, if you want to you know, view navigate using VRs, you can do it. The EFB. Oh, wow. We have an EFB in a, you know. Yeah, no, Listen, know, I said I was not going to mess with them today. <laughs> don't, don't get me started, man. Hey, hey, hey. Don't get me started. That's, that's, that's quite functional, I mean, Adam. I'm just saying, you know, they didn't seem to have any issue. But anyway, um, you know, just uh, a very, very functionally, um, you know, electronic flight bag. You know, it's not going to, it's not Phoenix and nothing like that. But, you know, interactive checklist um, is actually what they're going to be implementing on the, uh, they're actually going to upgrade the EFB, which is going to be pretty cool. And, um, you know, but just, just a fun, you know, little, you guys know me, I'm a quirky airplane, and I love them. 
and uh, just a just a fun fun little airliner to fly. So if you guys haven't checked it out, definitely check out the uh, Just Flight VAE 146. And they're also working on their modernized counterpart, which is the Avro RJ um, uh, Avro RJ series. So that's going to be. It's gonna be something to kind of that keep an eye on. That one I might look into. Keep an eye on. Yeah, it's more you know it has the auto throttle because right now uh, yeah, like, yeah, I don't man, want to crash. You know, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I can see my space now. He's like, well, you know, I don't know. but well, I heard uh, no, all that being going into Pensacola. You know, the struggle's real over here, man. <laughs> let me tell you, it's it's gonna it's it's definitely gonna it's 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 gonna reduce the workload substantially. So I'm, I'm gonna explain right now because uh, I don't think I really got into how you manage the uh the throttles on the 146 so it doesn't have an auto throttle it has what's called a tms or thrust modulation system right mm-hmm. so what it does so there's mechanical linkages between the throttles and the engines we're talking old school tech so there's actually an actuator in between that and it's almost functions similar to the clamp mode on uh yes i'm about to nerd out guys just give you a alert <laughs> So, so it's, it's, it's almost oh whatever. So there's all it's, it's similar <laughs> to the clamp feature in the MD80. So what this thing does, it intercedes on your throttle input. So depending on what mode you have the TMS set in. So for example, the sync mode, the uh, the system will sync um, either will sync the rest of the your other engines based on either engine one or engine two, depending on what you select. So you're not hand fisting four engines trying to get them to line out. So, you know, let's say, for example, on climb, as the sync function to maintain 88% in one, for example. So as long as I get, um, as long as I get my engine one set to 88%, and I get my engines two, three, or four in the neighborhood, the TMS or the thrust modulation system will intercede and line the rest of those engines out to 88%. Mm. That's about the close to any sort of auto throttle during the climb phase as you're going to get. And that's now, all simulated wow. in this thing? That's all simulated, bro. Wow. That's what I'm saying. And and they've also simulated other functions, though. So the takeoff function, it's basic. There's no calculator or nothing. You just put the outside air temperature, which in turn determines your takeoff thrust, or you can either flex it or, you know, derate it, depending on what term you want to use. You can do that. Or you can also have it, um, you can set a target GT, and it will keep all those engines at target exhaust gas temperature. So that's the TMS. So it's still a, a bit of a you know, it's still a handful, but at the same time, it's very advantageous, you know, because again, trying to you know hand fist getting getting four engines to line out and climb is a pain in the butt. I'm just saying, um, it has your basic indicated airspeed function. So I mean, the autopilot is it's it's useful. It's just, you know, you got to work at it a little more than others. Now, the Avro RJ fixes all that. So it's very similar to, you know, like a 737-500 or so in terms of the the flight deck picture. Um, but it has your auto throttle. It has your, you know, your, um, you know, your digital HSI or whatnot, um, your digital <laughs> artificial horizon. So that's, so that, that the that level of aircraft be a little more long than what you guys are used to so um it's it's i i am just you know extremely impressed with what just flight has been doing lately 
Um, you know, they've been at it for years. They've had some lower tiered. I mean, back in the day, they did like a 757, which was kind of, eh, you know. So when this thing dropped, I was kind of, you know, eh, you know, really didn't think much of it. And I got the, I was just scrolling through my, you know, YouTube feeds through all the other whatever and um, ran into it. I was like, man, we check this thing out. And, you know, before I knew it, man, I ended up, ended up picking it up and um, I have been just thoroughly impressed tons of different variants and um apparently if you know if you only won four six you get a discount on the rj when it drops so again guys man, pretty pretty i know you you've been sending it oh man and, and oh, sorry man. for my facial expressions here i wasn't it was not aimed no. at you we just, we just had a a, a no. 4.0 earthquake here so i was is that why your screen was, shaking? Is that where your screen was shaking yeah, yeah. oh man I would have been freaking out. Shout bro. out to Mike, man. I've been gone, bro. Man, you know <laughs> it. Don't uh, know where I would have went, but I would have been gone. I've been no. straight under that desk. <laughs> I, bro, I thought somebody was trying to kick the the door down to the oh, house or something. It shook man. so it shook yeah. twice. I didn't think it was an earthquake because usually it's just one consistent violent shake, but it, it hit it hit uh it's a hit, little uh, different. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I just noticed you got the people's eyebrow. Yeah, that's that's because of the earthquake uh flying for life. I was like, what the hell was going on there? Well, the dog came running out and everything. So well, that's what I thought. I thought I thought your dog may have run into your dad. Like, no, no. <laughs> Mike's looking like that's that's oh my it was, god. Uh, it was god. a 4.0 just east of us my goodness actually oh my no Lord. just south of us five miles south of us really that was really? close i mean i've been in socal for about six years and that's the closest one i've ever seen to us wow so before say oh yeah we've had them i have i think the last one i felt was 2020 so uh, so Man, I, listen, hey. I'll, I'll stay up as much as I can. I don't know what the aftershock is going to bring hey, here. Charlie. But, uh, yeah, we're about to bring this to a close, man. Hey, Charlie, yeah. that's that multiverse, man. I'm just saying. I'm telling you, bro. <laughs> you know, that's, that, that's the multiverse, man. Nah, you know, I am cool. We're flat over here. I'll take that back, guys. We had, uh, there was a major, there was a pretty substantial earthquake in Oklahoma, and we felt it here in Dallas. And I was in too. bed. And I was like, why in the world is like the bed moving and like the water and the toilet was moving? I was like, what in the world? And uh, yeah, it was a freaking earthquake. I was like, no <laughs> way. This is how those things feel. Nah. We're all like, hey, bro, you, you, know? you never get used to it. It's the weirdest, no, it's the it's weirdest weird. feeling. It's like, again, you like, as soon as it happens, your first mind is not earthquake. Your first thoughts is like, what the hell is that? What's man, somebody don't ruin it. banging <laughs> the door. <laughs> It was yanking on my truck, yanking on my house. Two violent shakes, man. It was it was ridiculous? The whole house shook. Crazy. Oh my gosh, man! Well, you know what? I think that's a uh, that's a, on that <laughs> note. Um, I think we'll. Uh, I, mean, I was going to bring up another point, but you know what, Muppet? What you got, Mike? <laughs> uh, no, nothing. I think we're okay, man. If we want to go another five minutes, that's fine. You can hit on your point. Um, yeah, I, well, I just well, want to thank everyone for for, 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 for coming sure. out this morning. You know, yeah, thanks, it was, guys. Uh, it was Absolutely. it was early for us on the West Coast, so you guys can laugh and make fun all man. you want over there. Hey man, um, hey Charlie, man, what are you having for dinner over there, man? That's all I wanted. Man, it's game day. We're having a buffalo chicken dip. Oh man, nacho uh, dip. That sounds oh, awesome. Man. Man. I gotta go eat breakfast now. 
Breakfast. <laughs> Heck, man, it's almost supper time here. Yeah, man. man it's about breakfast. 10 a.m., bro. <laughs> this was awesome, man. We've we've got to do this. Uh, we've got to do this more often. Nothing is worse than a tornado. If you, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> At least you got some yeah, sort of, uh, rough, uh, you know, man. the thing with earthquakes, man, is like you know you don't have any notice. Like there's no warning. Um, you could get anything from a, a 3.0, 2.0 to a 7.0 on without any sort of notice. That's what scares the hell out of me. But wow. we're good, man. We're good. We're we're, we're upright. Nothing fell, so we're yeah, all good. Yeah. We're yeah. about to get you on some solid ground, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, get you over. Get you over here where things make sense. That's all I'm where saying. Things make sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we pick on old Mike, man. But you know, shout out to my man over there for sure. You know, he's just been awesome. And you know, I want to want to give the team kudos, man. You know, Mike and Charlie. You know, they've just been amazing keeping this thing going. And uh, for you guys out there who can who. To uh, who continue to support us, if I can learn how to talk, be sweet. Um, <laughs> you know, thank you guys. You know, thank you guys for hanging out with us. You know, Absolutely. thank you guys for your input. Um, without y'all, you know, we we wouldn't be here. You know, and you know, I know some of you guys probably be in your cars, you know, driving and listening to this. Thank y'all. You know, stay safe wherever Indeed. you're going, or if you're at work, <clears throat> you know, stay safe. You know, no matter how bad things are going, you know, keep your head up and uh, just know we love you guys. So. Absolutely, man. You said it all, bro. That's I've got, it, man. I've got nothing. I've got nothing left. Uh, appreciate you all tuning in. You guys stay safe out there. And as always, from the CTP, keep the blue side up. We see ya. See ya.